0: Well, it's been a bit of time since our last episode. As some of you know, my father passed away on the 4th of October. Many of you sent out condolences, of which I greatly appreciate. My dad was also a lover of bad film, and I'll never forget the night we laughed our butts off when we watched Runaway with Tom Selleck, Gene Simmons, and a bunch of nasty robot bugs. We recorded this episode the weekend before he died, so while it is now a little dated, we dedicate this episode to Larry who was also quite dated. Now on with the show. Mr. Roberson,
1: it's good to see you as usual.
0: Thanks for getting me in on such short notice, Doc.
1: Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news.
0: Lay it on me, Doc. I can take it.
1: Well, it seems you've got a ninja star lodged in your trachea. It's preventing you from breathing, and you've lost a tremendous amount of blood. In fact, I'm very surprised you're still alive. Mr. Roberson... Ah, shit. We've lost another one. Someone needs to do something about these goddamn ninjas.
2: Ninjas, ninjas, ninjas. That's what they're saying on the streets. The nation is gripped in fear over the dramatic increase in ninja attacks. While the DEA has proposed a temporary Schedule 1 ban on the ninjas, many Americans don't feel that the DEA has any business saying anything and should just, and I quote, Shut the fuck up.
1: Barb, I'm here at Simmons grocery store where people have flocked to witness accused ninja Bob Stevens burn at the stake. As you well know, Mr. Stevens was recently spotted wearing black pajamas, the telltale sign that he is in fact a ninja. The crowd here is very excited to see that ninja bastard burned alive as they light the fire underneath him. Red smoke is now billowing around him. Barb, I can confirm that Mr. Stevens has disappeared. It seems that where there is red smoke, there is probably a ninja who has just tossed a smoke
2: grenade so that he can vanish into thin air. I gotta say, pretty cool stuff. The ninja epidemic took center stage at the presidential election debates last night in sunny Des Moines, Iowa, as moderator Michael J. Dudikoff asked Mrs. Clinton about it first. How do you plan on dealing with this threat, Mrs. Clinton? Well, Michael, can I call you Michael? Let me first say that I'm so glad that you've allowed me to come and have a serious discussion with my esteemed opponent. We shouldn't make the ninja a problem. We should make the ninja a solution. Let's take their skills and make a better America. If you go to my website, you'll see my entire 15,643 word plan on how we can make the ninja work for us. Let's use their tree-climbing skills to build a better network of high-speed internet lines on our existing power delivery system. Let's take their wrist lasers and use them in surgery. let rock. rock. Okay, Mr. Trump. Let's have your say.
1: You have two minutes. Yeah, right.
0: First off, Michael, I can call you Michael, right? I want you to be happy. It's very important to me. Let me just say that I agree with everything that old lady over there just said. The security aspect of ninja is very, very tough.
2: We go live to a very special briefing at the White House from President Obama.
0: To fight the American ninja problem, uh, we must think like the American ninja. Uh, That's why I've formulated an elite squad from around the globe to tackle the ongoing problem. As we all know, it uh, takes a ninja to kill a ninja. So let me introduce you. To the Ninja Busters. In the toque is Canadian Ninja.
1: Take off, you hoser ninja. Eh.
0: Dripping out of her clothes is Greenland Ninja.
2: Why is it so hot in here? What is it, like 50 degrees or something?
0: The hairy one is Italian Ninja.
2: Hey, Bobby, you paisano!
1: Hey, I'm fucking handsome!
0: The one over there with the assault rifle is Brazilian Ninja, who I uh, understand is a former gas station security guard. Which I didn't even know was a thing.
1: Lastly, we have Australian Ninja. I've come from the back of Bork to Big Smoke and catch some seppo bush hangers. It's a piece of piss. By the billabong, we'll snatch the jumbo and have a ridgy-didge blue with a sprung until they're stonkered. Mr. President, James Jimson, Weekly World News. I can't help but notice you have no one on your ninja team that is from Japan. Did you contact the Japanese government about availability of actual ninjas? I don't know what you mean. I've never
0: heard of a Japanese ninja, and I find the entire concept offensive. Uh, from my understanding, the Japanese are all really good with electronics, catching them all, panties, and dealing with giant mutated lizards, but have no experience with katanas, shurukens, naginata, gama, or nunchakas.
2: Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump has this to say. WRONG!
0: Oh, and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm a bad movie lover. And my name is Justin. Uh, with me is Junkie. She's a bad movie lover. And also Sam. He's a bad movie lover. Yep. Yep. Hi. Hi. Um, hope all is well in the world. How are you guys? Everything good? Nothing? It, it's been a while since we've done one of these. Um, actually, I guess it's not in the user's mind. We didn't release an episode so it's been almost two weeks since we've recorded a 0.5, but
1: yes, it has been. Yeah,
0: Sam caught the sniffles.
1: I got the sniffles and it got worse because I got some new pajamas so that I could get some better rest. Are they black? They were black pajamas God and for whatever, it, whatever reason, a they came ninja. with the hood. <laughs> so I put them on and then sure as shit, some fucker dressed exactly like me, only wearing red, jumped out of my closet and attacked me.
0: Yep. You got to have a
1: fight then. Yeah, I Me- hit him with the coffee table. I fucking went down.
0: Meanwhile, blue and yellow ninjas
1: are just looking in your window, yeah. going,
0: God, I wish we were either black well, or red
1: ninjas. Blue and yellow ninjas are the warm-up ninjas. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I wish we could go in there. I wish we were that cool. They're like one step above like guys in camouflage on three wheelers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Indeed. Jackie, how's everything with you? Good? Good. Awesome. Glad to hear. Uh I don't think I have any big news. However, this is your movie. This is the last of the three ninjas.
1: That's not the three ninjas, which is actually a movie. Not the
0: three ninjas. You're right. Uh, It's also not served ninjas. It's American Ninja 2, starring Michael J. Dudikoff, which is a follow-up to our American Ninja episode.
2: I'm hoping he's just as handsome as he was in the other one. What is this? Five,
0: four, three years later? Like two. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's right in there. He's still prime Dudikoff, probably.
1: Which is odd, because two years before this movie was made was the height of the canon films, and this is in its downturn.
0: Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Things have gone to hell in a handbasket. Uh, yeah, this is Michael J. Dudikoff's third episode, I believe, counting Midnight Ride, American Ninja. Yes. Yep. Anything else? It might have been in something else. Furstenberg's
1: First, third as well. Yeah,
0: nice. All right, so uh, we do have streaming do's and don'ts this week. Starting with something on Netflix... A 2015 movie from Norway that I watched by myself. Jackie caught the end of this. Uh, it's called The Wave, which it's a disaster movie about a... Uh, I, it's a landslide in t- from a from a top of a mountain into one of their valleys where there's towns on the ends. Like, apparently, they got these rivers and towns all over them, all of these sloping mountains. And they're shaky. So rock slides go into the river, and then you get a fucking river tsunami, essentially. Sure. It's one of those. And uh, the fun fact behind it is that one in five Norwegians went to the theater to saw, see this movie. Oh, That's how big of a deal it was. One in five.
1: Here's here's another fun fact hmm. about the mountain slide into the river that turns into a disaster. It happened to two of the people on this podcast when they were 17. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's
2: true. We didn't get hit by a tsunami, We didn't
1: though. get hit, We just took our power out for three weeks, and it yeah. was a national disaster area. Yeah, that's true. But it, it was exactly that occurrence that happened.
2: Pretty do you have to have power to flush your toilet?
1: No, you no, do not. you do that's not.
0: gravity and uh, centrifugal force. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, I kind of like...
1: Centrifugal force? Your toilet's on the Gravitron? No, I... <laughs> that would be sweet.
0: That's how the poo goes down, though, is centrifugal force. The gravity, when you... When you have all that suction and the shape of the bowl makes it swirl. So when you have a big, huge, massive dump, instead of it just getting clogged up right in the pipe, it swirls and slowly goes down one piece at a time. That's why all the water spins in a circle.
2: Oh, I thought that was just to break up giant turds.
0: Uh, it also does that. Anyways, uh, this movie is not really a turd. Uh, I would say that I liked it for the majority of it. I was like, this could be the best disaster movie that I've ever seen in my life. But... Three quarters of the way through it, it just dive, dove right into all the exact same fucking cliches that everybody hates in disaster movies. Yeah. So it the blew part, it.
2: The, the part that I saw I didn't like.
0: Yeah, of course. You walked in right when it started sucking. When the... Main guy goes in and saves his fucking family, but then he drowns and oh no, extended CPR sequence. Is he going to come back? It's not looking good. They give up, but then one more push and, uh, he's fucking got brain death. He's been dead for fucking 10 minutes. I hate that shit. Don't do it.
1: Did they have Leah Giacomino, Bubarani run in slow motion? Uh, The busty
0: mom from San Andreas? Yeah. No. She did not there, was there any
1: answer. busty moms no no I don't know if the uh,
0: norwegians are known for their chesty ladies really
1: they're all blonde
0: but uh i don't know there's if gotta chesty. be some yeah hey, no, sure moms oh, There's chesties there. women everywhere
1: you know yeah one in five <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good science <laughs> this is the science episode
0: uh I'm gonna give it a do not just because they, it's such a disappointing ending with such a good ramp up
2: Check- i'm gonna say that it did not interest me enough yeah well to even give it a second thought. Yeah, you watched fifteen minutes.
1: What so. was the horror movie that did the same thing? That was that uh, about the guy that was the serial killer, and they were like filming him. Yeah. But then, it yeah. like, it was making fun of the genre, but then it just it just became it, and so it was stupid.
0: Le- uh, the Legend of Leslie Vernon, I believe, something is what it's called. Yeah, but, was uh, this wasn't making fun of it. This was just really good, like dramatic. Oh my god, we've got because you. Here's the thing: in in disaster movies, you're you're going to see it for one thing. Explosions and shit falling apart and you know, the disaster. You're not really going to see, you know, t- individual stories about the mailman and
1: uh, what what's going on in his life before this disaster and how he recovers. Reco- and- I don't know. I watched Dante's Peak for Linda Hamilton's acting and to see how her character could work out being the mayor and the owner of the uh, deli. Okay,
0: well, you are an exception <laughs> to the rule. But for the most part, people go to the theater to see fucking... Tokyo get leveled by Godzilla. That's what they go to see. Sure. Okay. Uh, this, but you, when you go see that, it's usually over in like an instant. The aliens come up, blow up the cities, kaboom! It's over. Uh, the fucking tidal wave wipes out Washington DC, kaboom!
1: It's over. The handsome guy gets away.
0: Yeah, and then and then you're left with all the other stuff. So on Amazon Prime, Keanu Reeves, Eli Roth, the movie I've been waiting for for a long time since Cabin Fever knock knock
1: oh this is the one that's the remake of uh deadly game with uh Colleen camp who was on the time machine hit list and uh is that what it is deadly game is I, that- I
0: think that's what it's called yeah it's a uh uh i don't know if i haven't seen deadly game unfortunately so it's i don't wild. know if it's a modern take on it or if it's just a regurgitation of the same thing but uh knock knock is very wild
1: yeah this is the first one there uh it, it's a real good time i haven't seen the new one though so
0: That's super funny. It is super funny. Uh, There is Eli Roth's wife in it again, which is a a point of grodiness. It's uh, like Mario... Not Mario Bava. um, What's the Italian guy that made the uh, Dracula movie and he put his daughter in it and got her all naked? Argento. Yeah, Dario and Argento Dario
1: putting his daughter naked in the movie. It's not
0: quite the same grody level as that, but uh, I just couldn't imagine... Keanu Reeves feeling up your wife and being like, "Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is good shit right here. Keep rolling."
2: Well, maybe when you're an actor your morals are a little looser. Oh, I think he hmm.
1: I think he directs from under a curtain just back there jerking it. Maybe. Maybe. He's got like a big He's got a director booth. I need to be <laughs> in here by myself slot. during this season. You know, this scene.
0: it is Keanu Reeves, though.
1: That's why he's that's actually who he's jacking off. Yeah. Okay. To.
0: All right. I was going to say yeah. um, it's it's wouldn't like he's kind of a bigger deal. Wouldn't in the back of your mind, I mean, you're, yeah, we're all insecure a little bit, be like, Hey,
1: it's Keanu Reeves. He's cooler than not I am. Getting that one back.
0: Oh, I should have cast Kevin Costner because he is not cooler than I
1: am. Yeah, every Thanksgiving from then on out is well he's no Keanu Reeves. Aww. again. And
0: you fucked up this turkey. Well, it's not like I'm Keanu,
2: Keanu Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: Uh, Three seventy five, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, uh speaking of Keanu, he's terribly awesome in it. Yeah. I don't know if he's intentionally being bad, but it is fucking hilarious to watch. Um it's crazy.
1: Yeah, the first one's crazy too. The guy that plays the the guy in the first ones, mm-hmm. he's like the guy that plays somebody's dad, you okay. know, like half of Wes Anderson movies. So it's a weird, it's an odd cast, but it's a, you know, you know, thirty five years ago, so he's younger, obviously. But
0: Jackie, what are you gonna say about Knock Knock, Do or Don't?
2: I'm gonna say do it. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly.
0: Okay, I did too. I thought it was a great time. I was very impressed, uh, despite the negative reviews. I thought that like again. I thought that it was the film we've all been waiting to see since Cabin Fever. So good for him. Good Good job, Eli. About fucking time. I'll give Jesus.
1: It's Death Game. That's the name of it. I'll give Death Game a do as well, even though nobody watched it recently and it's not streaming. Okay, (laughs) why not? Well, there we go then. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Last but not least. Well, it's pretty much least. It's on Tubi TV, so you're stuck watching commercials with it as well. Malibu Beach a 70s sex beach romp sexy beach romp i don't time. know if
1: these things were supposed to be sex comedies because they're not funny right They're ju- and then they're not that sexy they're not that sexy
0: it's just teenagers doing fucking nothing for two hours they're just
1: doing teenager stuff yeah it's written by a 73 year old yeah probably Like, that's what happened with these things. Even a
0: dog running across the beach and stealing the tops off of women isn't interesting at all in the way that this film is presenting itself.
1: I have no idea how so many tops can come off and I can be unexcited.
0: Completely bored by it.
2: Completely
1: bored by it. Oh,
0: great. There's that fucking dog again. Oh, boy. I
1: I did
2: not watch this one. Okay,
1: I own this one.
2: Yep, Sam owns this movie. (laughs) came
1: in a pack. It's not like I got it by itself.
2: What's the other
0: movie in the pack?
1: The other movie is Van Nuys Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Which is more fun, yet at the same time, like, standing alone isn't that much fun. It's just in comparison to the Malibu Mm -hmm. Beach. Mm -hmm. It's a blast because there's sport van racing. Ooh. Uh, And then there's a guy named Chooch, who I can't decide if he's a douche or if everyone else is.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, There's there's Mm. just as many. It's more fun. It's just... By comparison, A Great Time, by comparison to other movies.
0: Fair enough. I'm going to give uh, Malibu Beach a totally do not. Yeah. It is boring as all hell. Sucks. Even when they flip a cop car, it's you're still just like, God damn it, dude. How do you fuck up flipping a cop car and make that not interesting? It stinks. Great movie. I guess if you're 16 in the 70s and you're going to go to a drive and or drive up and drive, yeah. drive, in, drive in and uh, make out.
1: You know what it is? I just realized it's American Graffiti without any of the funniness, poignancy, or good ideas. Or,
0: yeah, commentary on life and just being d- a person.
1: If you take any of the quality out of American Graffiti, mm-hmm. you have this movie. Uh, put some more boobs in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. This week, Jackie, it's your pick with American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. What's What have you brought us for the wild card?
2: Well, it's funny because it kind of matches our commercial. Yeah. Um, Hillary Clinton oh, and Donald Trump oh no, in a knife fight. Oh, oh, who wins in a knife fight? Two candidates enter. One
0: candidate leaves. Hopefully, neither candidate leaves.
1: Bob Dole wins because he can at least hold the knife in his permanently closed <laughs> hand. Is Bob Dole still alive? Did I just make fun of a dead person? I, he's got to be still around. Otherwise, we would have really? known about it.
0: Well, come on.
1: So he's like 138?
0: I, I don't know. I saw Jimmy Carter on the news the other day still building houses, and he's like 622. Well,
1: he's a good person. He is i guess bob dole is too bob dole
0: right good uh norm mcdonald there
1: yeah bob (laughs) dole that's all it's yeah
0: norm mcdonald from bob dole to (laughs) colonel sanders
1: and he's just doing norm mcdonald yeah
0: uh okay so two very aged people both probably weak in the hips uh Arthritis, arthritis-ridden hands, probably.
1: Would, you know, I think that you also have the that you're looking at two people that have never done ten minutes of manual labor in their life, either one of them.
0: I bet you, Hillary, at some point did cardiovascular exercise, though. Like I could see mid nineties. Like I got to get some of these hip hop
1: abs. Back when Bill would still have sex with her, right? Wow. Uh. <laughs>
0: I got to get some of these hip-hop abs, because that's what all the ladies and the men's want. And then it, the it, abs? it went very poorly. For She did it hardcore for like two weeks, and then she was like, fuck it. Nope. Not going to ah. happen. I'm going to go talk to some children.
1: Uh.
0: I don't see Donald Trump ever having exercised, ever. Maybe tried shooting a basketball at one point, but airballed it, I and then he, was like, I'm good.
1: He looked at the ball. He looked at the basket. He makes the smashed face, mm-hmm. and then he wanders. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm, mm-hmm. it's not Trump enough.
0: Into the ladies' locker room. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too soon?
1: Well, I don't know. He's probably in there yeah, right, now. right now. Right now. Right now, he's in the ladies' locker room. Uh, Getting the ones that aren't pretty enough out of there.
0: He's taller, so he's got reach.
1: He does have reach.
0: Okay. Still very feeble.
1: However, I just think that he's so out of shape that he can't actually lift his arm. I've never seen him lift his arm straight out. Not straight out. Like, he can only bend his elbow up. So I think that half of his arm remains at his side at all times.
0: However, he never talks without moving his arm. He is always moving moving that thing up and down.
1: The the half of his arm that still works. Right.
2: Maybe it's voice activated. Ooh.
0: Ooh. (laughs) So when he's stabbing, he has to be like, stab, stab 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 stab, stab, stab. stab. <laughs> slash <laughs> if you
1: had insight information you could freak him out or you could if you had a dictaphone you could turn it on loud and then you'd win the fight just because he wouldn't you'd be out of control
0: well we know that she's devious yeah so and she's well, got she... the insider information so maybe sam
1: well i think i know exactly how it's going to go okay uh Trump will demand that the knife stabs her on his own, on its own. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This will not, of course, happen. She will then, as she is able to hold a knife and move slightly, stab him. Well, Mm. she'll touch him with the knife. Okay. And I think, I guess, if there's scorekeeping, she'll win uh, by decision because she touched him with the tip of the knife. Okay. But I don't think anyone dies in this one.
0: Ooh. It's too bad.
1: <laughs> I think that there's uh I also think that the Trump's hands, which are basically just sort of this pink dough. I don't know that he can press on things. <laughs> Other that's not also pink dough like the downstairs of ladies. Hmm.
0: Uh let's throw a wild card into the wild card. All right. Let's get uh, Bob Dole. Let's put Bob Dole into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say H. Ross Perot comes in.
1: Oh, if that fucker was—he's dead, isn't he? No, I don't think so. Really? <laughs> How are any of these people still alive? They gotta be all dead.
0: Good health. Good health. A uh, fair I bet, amount of sleep and a balanced meal.
1: I bet he's like probably Howard Hughes nuts. Yeah, oh, you know, in his own theater Which, with jars of piss.
0: As we know, is good in a knife fight. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure
1: he'll win the knife fight. He wouldn't even. He'd probably got... You know, six-week growth on his fingernails will just claw somebody to death.
0: Okay, so let's toss H. Ross Perot in there. Can he take out both of them, being also quite feeble, but
2: totally crazy? No. Really?
0: Hmm. Hmm.
2: No. Because they're going to take one look at those fingernails. They're going to walk up behind him, push him down, and he's going to die on his own fingernails. He
0: will take one step, break a hip, and fall apart, like Mr. Glass in uh, Unbreakable. So uh, probably Jackie's right. He's crazy as shit, has zero ability to do anything. And then loses
1: control of his bowels. And then
0: loses control of his bowels, stinking out the other two opponents who just go back to yelling at each other yeah. at debate halls.
1: They're just saying things that don't make sense.
0: So either way, America still loses.
1: No, I'm taking Bob Dole in on this one.
0: <laughs> God, I wish we could take Bob Dole right now.
1: <laughs> I would vote for a 107 year old Bob Dole, provided he had a decent enough running mate.
0: No. Let him have both positions. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Nobody wins. Sam, tell us about American Ninja 2, The Confrontation.
1: Well, it looks like Sam Furstenberg moved into your house, as evidenced by all these ninja movies. Mm. Well, that and the toilet's full and the cat's pregnant. Oh, <laughs> uh, again, I don't know where I heard that joke, but it was funny in third grade. Week three of Ninja Business presents us with another film, which most likely knows nothing about ninjas. If it did, Michael Dudikoff wouldn't be playing one.
2: You take that back, sir. He is handsome.
0: <laughs> He's not a ninja. Well, ninjas can be quite ugly, Jaggy. Yeah.
2: Well, that's the ones that have to wear the mask 24-7. They all
0: have to wear the mask 24-7 Not if Dudikoff. you're a ninja. Not Well, no, because he's not actually a ninja.
2: And he's sexy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's no Gerard Butler, but you know what I'm saying. He's no Keanu Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to, never mind.
1: It will be difficult for American Ninja 2, The Confrontation, to live up to previous not knowing anything about ninja standards set by Ninja 3, The Domination, in which a ninja is a crazy person, ghost, who wants nothing more than to kill everyone everywhere. And Unmasking the Idol, wherein a ninja is a middle-aged man who has bedroom eyes and chainmail, eyes-wide-shut costume. (laughs) Ian Hunter was actually in the original Eyes Wide Shut, but he was covered by digital furniture as the producers found his apparel and demeanor offensive. hey Can this possibly know less about ninjas than the previous ninja movies? Let's find out together. This was made during the downturn of the Globus run at Canon Films. Though The Assault had won an Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film the year before, the amount of foreign language and art films that Canon was financing with the Ninja movies, along with the disastrous purchase of an upside-down theater chain, had numbered the days for Yoram and Menahem. This was when budgets at Canon started dropping below $500,000, reportedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Several years later, it would be discovered that all of the numbers were outright lies. For example, this film was reported to cost 350000 and make $4 million. That is an outright lie. Okay. <laughs> the only somewhat reliable report on return was that its 10-day opening was a little over $1.5 million in every theater that it shows in. So after 10 days, it's not... Gonna do three and a half million more. Two and a half million more. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna get there. It's not gonna get there. It probably made one and a half million.
0: I uh, ten days. I think this film is out of the theater. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One
1: point five million in ten days is about what you get. Yeah.
0: All right. Hey, good job. Yeah. Good
1: job. Though the budget was probably above three hundred fifty thousand, it was also most likely much less than what Furstenberg would have thought he was working with. This didn't stop him from bringing the ruckus. However, most reviews of the time praised the action, hmm. which to me is mind blowing.
0: Okay, hmm.
1: it was also sidelined for a couple of recuts to get the R rating. Why is more strange? The cited problem was for excessive close-ups during the fight scenes. What? I am not sure how fighting close-ups could get a movie towards NC-17. Did the original cut have a great deal of ECU ball punching? Did Steve James punch a guy in the butt, causing his eyeballs to come out of his head, like in Total Recall? <laughs> and would that even get an NC-17 rating if it happened?
0: I just, what? How? Could it be extreme close-ups of boobs? No. It's just. It's still inf-
1: just fighting. Boobs.
0: Oh, yeah. You said in action sequence. In the action
1: sequence. I, uh... It makes no sense. Nonsense at all. Well, speaking of Steve James, he's back. And so is, of course, the Dudikoff. Who isn't back pisses me right off. Phil Brock will not be reprising his role as Charlie, inventor of Hacky Sack. Oh, no. Yes. They have brought in Larry Poindexter to play a different Charlie like we wouldn't notice. <laughs> he even has a different last name, so it's actually a different Charlie. But
0: oh. Yeah.
1: They have also brought in Gary Conway as the Lion and mm-hmm. Mike Stone as Tojo Ken.
0: Tojo Ken.
1: Keep an eye out for, firstly, who is the better Charlie? Okay. Secondly, which of the last three movies understands ninjas the least? Mm-hmm. And lastly, if Steve James progressively loses his clothing throughout the film, as in the last American Ninja. Okay.
0: All right. Those are all fine. Keep an eye out fours. Uh, but I guess we're also keeping an eye out for which film knows less about ninjas. the ninja.
1: Yeah, that was okay. the second. In the I missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Which of the three in our run of three films knows the least amount of about ninjas okay
0: uh the movie is currently streaming on youtube via the paramount vault so go to youtube.com and search paramount vault you'll find american ninja 2 the confrontation there for free yep check it out come back to us on monday
1: try not to lose half a week when you're there try not to lose your shirt like Kevin james always does i don't think he loses it Kevin James? I think he knows. Steve James. Steve
0: James. Kevin James Kevin is the Kevin James <laughs> is the fat guy.
1: Paul Blart Mall Cop doesn't lose his clothes progressively. Oh, I bet you
0: he does. I bet you that's part of the comedy. No. Quirk,
1: he loses them in a different way. He just mm-hmm. can't. He can't wear a pair of underwear vacuum, more than once.
0: A vacuum sucks his shirt off, and he's stuck in an embarrassing situation going,
1: oh. Wearing giant underpants. Yeah, wearing
0: giant underpants, yeah. or uh, an awkward situation with a pool filter. I can see that. Uh that's weird. None of those movies I want to watch. Uh, watch American Ninja 2. Get to the chopper. Hiya! Hello, fans. Justin here. I am launching a new podcast called Grit. Every two weeks, I will bring you a new story from history about someone with incredible determination that overcame an incredible challenge in the face of danger. If you think Chuck Norris is tough, then wait until you hear about a man who fought a bull shark with his bare hands. The America's first mountain man who was forced to play the most dangerous game. A woman who fell out of a plane with no parachute and survived nine days alone in the jungle. Or the story of the fisherman who was adrift at sea for 133 days. I can't wait to bring this show to you, but I need a little help. We've launched a Kickstarter campaign so that we can try to purchase some better recording equipment. We're asking for only $700 with pledges as low as $5. If successful, Grit and Stinker Madness will sound incredible. We've never asked for any money before, but now we need our fans to step up and help out. Please visit gritpodcast.com, that's G-R-I-T, and click the green Kickstarter button to pledge your support. The Kickstarter ends on November 11th, so act fast. With your help, we can make Grit have a spectacular debut. Thank you all so much.
2: The ninja epidemic took center stage at the presidential election debates last night in Sunny Des Moines. Desmond. Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. Okay. Desmont. Des Moines. Des Moines. Okay. Just
1: like a newscaster. The Duchess of Wales and Des Moines.
2: The ninja epidemic took center stage at the presidential election debates last night in Sunny Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> well, you got it. Fuck. Okay, one more time, sorry. Oh, my phone shut off.